0: Hallelujah to your name. Hallelujah to your name. Hallelujah to your name. God, we honor you today. We surrender, have complete control. We thank you for who you are and for what you've done and what you are going to do. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. 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 You know, if you've been through through anything, just well maybe you haven't personally gone through it, but just getting through the last couple of years of the pandemic and monkeypox and everything else, crazy people driving over folk who are trying to have a fun, just just getting through a, a government system that seems to be just getting through climate change and all of the hecticness in this world. If you just made it, that you're here today, if you have nothing else to praise God for, you ought to praise him that you can lift your hand and say, present and accounted for. God has been good to me. You, you ought to just be able to lift your hands and say I made it that that if I have nothing else to praise God for I made it millions didn't make it but I was one of the ones who did I I made it I shed some tears but I made it. But I made it. Didn't always feel good. But I made it. Had to lay down sometimes, But I made it. Lay down but I couldn't sleep. But I made it. I'm here by God's grace. Thank you, Lord, for your presence. From the Message Bible, I want to read a few verses, beginning chapter 16 of 1 Corinthians, chapter 16, verses 5 through 9. The apostle says, I plan to visit you after passing through northern Greece. I won't be staying long there. But maybe I can stay a while with you, maybe even spend the winter. Then you could give me a good send off wherever I may be headed next. Don't want to just drop by in between other primary destinations. I want a good, long, leisurely visit. If the master agrees, we'll have it. For the present, I'm staying right here in Ephesus. A huge door of opportunity for good work has opened up here. There is also mushrooming opposition. The old King James says, and yet there are many adversaries. I want to talk for the next few moments. Seeing beyond the mess. (laughs) Optimism, obstacles, and opportunities. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Seeing beyond the mess. I don't know if you've read... the Apostle Paul's life and his journey and the difficulties in which he undertook in preaching the gospel in several different places. At Ephesus, while there, he not only preached well, but he did such great ministry work there till he upset the status quo to the point that at one point he feels in peril for his own life realizing that there are some who, for the sake of doing what he believed to be right, would be willing to kill him. And don't think that that's so strange that someone would kill in the name of religion when they don't agree with your religion or the way you speak. The other day, Solomon Rusty was almost killed By a person jumping on stage and stabbing him 12 times. If it had not been for the doctors in the audience, I don't know that he makes it. Those doctors who were there jumped into action and saved his life. He's now off the ventilator, but, but the reality is, is that there are some who celebrate the fact that they were able to get him because some believed that he had spoken against their religion and that he should be put to death. In the name of religion, in the name of one's faith, People have done cruel things and so for the apostle to think that someone might kill him because he takes a stance for God that is anti where they are is not really unfathomable. People are doing it in 2022 because they disagree with one's beliefs. May we all pray for him. Here the apostle lets us know that, that there's some things going on. I, I can't leave where I am right now. And I want to put it to you like this. Even though I'm, I'm fatigued, even though I'm, I'm frustrated, even though I'm somewhat fearful, yet his faith was optim, optimistic. Fatigued? Frustrated, fearful, yet his faith was optimistic. I can't help but believe that I ought to walk with an optimistic faith every day of my life. I can't help but believe that in the midst of it all, I need to be the kind of person that does not allow the fearfulness of life to scare me. To the point that I do not go forward with the call of God upon my life Paul, Paul puts it this way in 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verses 8 and 9 in the New King James he says for we do not want you to be ignorant brethren of our trouble which came to us in Asia that we were burdened beyond measure above strength so that we despaired even of life. Yes, we had the sentence of death in ourselves, that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God who raises the dead. He says, I, we've been through some things. I, I've experienced some things. And, and I, I think that this is why this text appeals to me this morning. Because I'm speaking to people who have been through some things. I'm talking to people who have felt the fatigue of, uh, of what is going on in the world, have felt the fatigue of watching climate change with climate deniers speaking against the fact that we all can see climate change The weather's not what it used to be. Summer and winter almost blend together. You can't get the seasons the way they once were. You- You've got droughts that are so bad now in California they're trying to figure out how to desalinate ocean water. All of us have felt the fatigue. All of us have been frustrated. All of us have been fearful. And yet, and yet, your presence here today speaks to the fact that your faith is still intact. Your presence online speaks to the fact that your faith that remains optimistic. That things are gonna get better. That God is still God, and that God is still on the throne, and even though And, and I, 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 like, I like this because the Apostle Paul does something that you and I must learn how to do. And that is be realist. Ah, don't, don't be such a faith person that you have to deny reality to claim your faith. You, 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 can, you can see what is real. You can be rational. You, 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 can, you can look at life the way it really is. You, you do not have to cop out and leave your brain at the door of the church or at the, before you get to the altar. No, no, no. You, you can be responsible and even reasonable. I, I, let me put it to you like this. The, the apostle is a realist, yes. He's rational, yes. He's responsible, yes. But he refuses to be regretful. No. I, I, won't, I won't be regretful. I will not sit here and deny what is upon my life. Don't deny the God that is in me and the glory of God that rests upon my head. I I will not be regretful because I have walked away and abandoned what God has put before me. And and, and this 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 too is a reminder to each of you. I, I've heard some have given up the faith but let it not be said of you that you still hold on as, as, as the gospel chorus used to say, you hold on to God's unchanging hand you build your hopes on things eternal hold to God's unchanging yeah. I got, I've got three lessons I want to offer today from this text, and I think that they're important to me, and so hopefully they're important to you. Uh, he, he, number one, number one, number one. Don't miss the blessing pushing towards a primary destination. Don't miss the blessing pushing towards a primary destination. Come on with me. Paul says in in that ninth verse, he says, For the present, I'm staying right here in Ephesus. For the present. He says, "I, I want you to know... That, 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 that there are other places that I know I will go. He calls them in the, this, this translation calls them primary destinations. There are other places that are primary destinations. And I may get there at another point, but, but for the present, right now, I'm staying where I am. Why are you staying, Paul. Because even though it's not easy, there's opportunity here. Why, why are you stand? Because my work is being fruitful where I am. Why are you stand? Because I'm on assignment where I am. And I refuse to leave my assignment for another primary destination while God has me on assignment where I am. sometimes we get too quick to leave our assignment Paul said it ain't easy got folk don't like me but God is saving souls here God is healing here God is teaching here God is ministering here God is working here and I need to be in the center of God's will primary destination as long as he wants to use me here. I used to tell people all the time I'd rather be in the center of God's will than to be in the center of the universe. I'm here because it's God's will for me to be here and I'll let nothing Separate me from the love of God. I'm right where God wants me to be at this moment. Don't know what tomorrow may hold, but right now, I'm on assignment. And I'm going to live my assignment in this place. I'm going to do what I'm called to do in this place. I'm going to minister like he told me to in this place. I may have to cry while I do it. I may sometimes feel like I can't go another further. I may get weak while I do it. But I'm going to keep on doing what he told me to do. Until I can stand before God and speak like my ancestors. Lord, I've done done what you told me. that's the the, the first lesson here but the second lesson is is, is interesting the second lesson is this Paul looks and sees and he says uh, there is mushrooming opposition Uh, blooming mushrooming not shrooms mushrooming opposition just blowing up. Opposition blowing up. It's blowing up. It's, it's nuclear. It's, it's a cloud of opposition. I, 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 he says there are many not onesie, twosie, threesie. He said there are many adversaries. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you've never had people that dislike you. Maybe everybody likes you. I don't know. I, 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 I haven't been afforded that luxury. I don't. I, I haven't had that. I haven't had that blessing yet. I, I just, but, but maybe you don't have any haters. Maybe, maybe there's nobody in your life that. Uh, wakes up in the morning and they don't drink Gatorade they drink Haterade Uh, maybe you don't have that I don't know maybe you don't maybe maybe there's no blocks that are trying to block your path maybe there's nobody envious of you that doesn't want you to go up on your job they don't they, maybe nobody, you know, you you got all of the job appointments you would do. You got all the raises you're supposed to get. And nobody ever tried to sneak in between and cut you off so they could get ahead. Maybe you don't have that testimony. Maybe, maybe nobody in your family never mistreated. You? Maybe you don't have that testimony. But if you are like me, you've had some stuff that didn't go right and some people that were behind it. And, uh, so, I wanna, I wanna give this second tip here. Don't miss the big picture, tripping on problematic distractions. you listen. listen don't miss the big picture tripping on problematic distractions you need to see more than your haters If all you see is your haters, you'll never see the folk that love you. If all you see is your problems, you'll never see your possibilities. If all you see is your opposition, you'll never see your opportunities. So don't be tripping on the distractions when you need to see the bigger picture. There's always gonna be opposition. Opposition comes with opportunities. And if there were no opposition, it would not be a real opportunity. You need to see more than the distractions. You know, I ought to tell you this. uh, There's some people you couldn't please if you want to. There are some Karens out there. Don't matter what you say, you ain't going to make them like you. Huh? But Karen's got cousins called Shamikas too. Sharondas and... Sally's, you ain't, you ain't talk. See, see, you gotta realize there's always somebody you can't please. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, you, you got to know, you got to know, you got to know every man ain't gonna like you and every woman ain't gonna love you. And even if you thought they loved you, they may not be able to please them. Come, come here Jill Scott, help a brother out. Jill, Jill says it this way, if i could give you the world on a silver platter would it even matter you'd still be mad at me if i can find in all this a dozen roses which i would give to you you'd still be miserable in reality i'm gonna be who i be and i don't feel no faults. For all the lies that you bought, you can try as you may bring to bring me down when I say that it ain't up to you. Go on, do what you do. Come, come here, y'all ain't got me yet. Jill, come on back. One more time. Can I give you the chorus? Come here, Jill. Jill's song, Hate On Me, she said, hate on me, haters. Now or later, cause I'm gonna do me You'll be mad, baby. Go ahead and hate. Go ahead and hate on me hater. I'm not afraid. What I got, I paid for. You can hate on me, (laughs) y'all. Preach, watch. Hate on me if you want. But you can hate on me while I'm still doing what God told me to do. You can hate on me while I'm still smiling. You can hate on me while I'm still pressing my way. You can hate on me while I'm testifying. You can hate on me while I'm living God's will for my life. Go ahead and hate. I got to get out of here, y'all, y'all. I got to. I gotta get out of here. I know I gotta close. I gotta close. I, I, I feel. I feel. Yeah, I feel a little swing. I said, "Smile, smile." I, I'm, I'm gonna be all right. I'm gonna be all right. You, you, you wave at somebody. Just let them know you're gonna be all right. You're gonna be all right. Okay. What what Paul teaches us is I'm a realist. I see an opportunity, but I also see that it does not come free of adversity. And I got some folk that ain't happy with me, but that ain't stopping me. can can I whisper a word to you here before I leave don't let someone else's spirit control your joy because you're giving them too much power Because see, what they'll do is, they'll take you out of your destiny and send you to another destination that was not designed because your destiny went through them. And even though it wasn't gonna be easy, you still had to go through what you needed to go through to do what he called you to do. I'm done now I, got, I gotta close I'm over time I'm out of time I got to leave but just before I do yeah, I feel like a late night commercial wait wait there's one more listen 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 number three don't miss the bountiful presence of truth pushing destiny watch this see the reason he had to be where he was was that there was an anointing on his life and the presence of the living God was upon him and it was the presence of truth because what he was doing was preaching the gospel And that truth was pushing destiny. What destiny, Reverend? The destiny to win the lost at any cost. I'm willing to give my life if that's what it takes. Because I feel God getting ready to do something that only God can do. I feel God getting ready to do something that only God can do and I need you to realize this, that you need to get in your minds, it's the last thing I need to say, you get in your minds that difficulties don't determine destiny don't you dare allow the difficulties in your life to determine your destiny you press past that and you keep seeing beyond the mess you keep seeing what God wants you to see because God is opening up doors that no man can shut and making ways that no one else can make and God is going to I, I'm, I'm gonna come back i'm gonna work on this some more i'm just getting started i want you to see one thing if you don't see nothing else that difficulties don't determine destiny And the reason I say it that way is for the apostle, the difficulties did not become the guidance for what was next in his life. I don't care how hard it's going to be or what I got to go through. Difficulties don't guide me. God does. So you say it's going to be hard, ain't nothing but a thing, ain't nothing but a thing, ain't nothing but a chicken wing, we got this. We got this, we got this. And what you have to tell yourself when you run into difficulties is you've got to remind yourself that I will not allow you to determine my destiny. You're not going to determine my destiny. I don't care what the difficulty is, you're not going to determine my destiny. I'm better than that because I've got the truth and the presence of God pushing my destiny. I extended invitation today. Maybe there's somebody here today that would like to be a part of the Shiloh Fellowship in this family here. Maybe you're online and you want to become a part of this wonderful place. I invite you to call us, email us, become a part of this worship. If you're here in the sanctuary right now with every head bowed and every eye closed and you're not a part of this fellowship but you say, you know what? I want to be a part of that ministry. I want to be a part of what's going on here at Shiloh. God bless you, my brother. There's a hand in the back. Is there, if you're here today and you want to there another, just lift your hand up wherever you are. The usher is going to hand you some information, and we're going to talk to you immediately after worship. Is there another? Is there anyone else? I'm waiting on you. If you're here in the sanctuary, I see hands. Thank you. God bless you. If you're here and you desire to be a part, of this fellowship If you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ You hear me talk about him and Talk about assignment Say I need to get to know Jesus I want you to know We welcome you to the body of Christ And we will lead you To a relationship With the Lord Jesus Christ And there's nothing better That you could have in life Than a relationship with God God wants to be in relationship with you I love you all with the love of the Lord. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord. We love you. Thank you for those who have heard this word. God, I thank you that we're going to be able to see beyond the mess. Help us to see what you're doing so that we can know who we are and what you've called us unto. We praise you for it now, in Jesus' name, amen, amen. Come on, somebody give God a praise. Somebody give God a praise, I I honor God. You may be seated in the sanctuary. Let me just tell you now I ask you to get your gifts together your tithes and your offering and uh, whatever God has laid upon your heart to give today I ask that you get your offering in your, together and, and if you're giving online you can give online through Cash App, through Givelify uh, again some of you will mail it in and the online information is there on screen even now. I want to tell you on your way out Place it in the bucket, in the basket, on your way out. I just want to bless it for you now. I'm going to pray over it. So let's pray. Father, we honor you for our giving. We trust you, Lord, that even as we sow into the kingdom of God, you're going to sow back into us and bless us some hundredfold. We don't give because somebody makes us give or promises us anything. We give because you have promised us that you would open up the windows of heaven. You have promised us, Given it shall be given. You have promised us that when we do and we honor you, you honor us with favor. So thank you for it now. And thank you for your many blessings. In Jesus' name, amen.